Welcome back to YouTube with the boys to leave a fantastic episode on Point Crow. Eric, you made me a lesbian. What? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. I'm glad. Glad I could help out. Point Crow or Eric Point Crow is a YouTube creator with 1.43 million subscribers. Um, he does usually Nintendo content like a Breath of the Wild gameplay or mods or Pokemon gameplay or mods. He was a recent participant in Ludwig's chess boxing competition. So let's talk about him. Um, I thought I had done Point Crow before, honestly. I don't know why. I've heard about his content for a while, but I've never really paid attention too much. What kind of got my attention in the past few weeks is that he did, one was the boxing match, but two was that he did Mario Party in real life. So Mario Party is like um, that Nintendo game where it's like a bunch of like mini games and you go around trying to collect stars. It's like, yeah. So he did that in real life with a bunch of fun people like um, Will Neff, Ted Nivison, um, Atrioc, um who else? Um, Slime, Jarvis Johnson, Crank Gameplays, and a few other people. I'm sorry, I forgot their names. Um, but it was a really fun video, and it was like, um, I think it was 52 minutes, and I watched it all. I started watching the VOD first, but then you cut it down into 52 minutes, and I watched the whole thing. It was a great video. Apparently, I heard it from like different podcasts that they went all out for it. They, like, got this whole, like, I don't know, setup, and, had like, they fed, like, all their, the creators in a cafeteria, flew everybody out. I think it was a really insane event, and um, it worked out really well. I think it was a really fun, well-produced thing. He had also done um, battleships in real life um, earlier. Um, I think that was one month ago, and that, honestly, it was a little below par in my mind. I don't know why. But it was just kind of like they played Battleship and then it would like cut to like an explosion in water. And it was like, it was a lake and it was cool. But there's like no projectiles and eh, I was just, I didn't, I thought it was a bit overhyped for what it was. But that, that's me being a bit negative there, overly negative. So like it, it was still a really cool idea. But for most of his stuff, so you can get an idea of what kind of content he makes... Um, I'll go over some of his popular vid videos. Zelda, but if you say bear, um, then 20 bears spawn. Um, Pokemon Shining Pearl, but they randomly evolve every level. Um, modding Breath of the Wild, so it's as weird as possible. Zelda Pro plays Breath of the Wild DLC for the first time. Speed Artery X is the fastest speedrun of Breath of the Wild. Like, just all things like that. And now the craziest thing is I I'm watching a lot of these videos and... A lot of this content that he makes, and it's all really good, but I don't have a Switch. I don't have access to any Nintendo games, or have had access to any Nintendo games in um, the past, like, ten, not ten years, probably like five years. Um, I used to have a Wii and a DS XL, and then a 2DS, um, DSi XL. Um, and then a 2DS, but then after that, I never really got anything else, so he's playing all these games, and I've heard Breath of the Wild is amazing, but I know nothing about it, so he's like, well, now we're gonna play the base Breath of the Wild with all of this kind of, like, um, different mods, and what's funny about that is, is probably, like, just the way that I'm, ex I'm experiencing the game, like, for the first time, it's, 
not like I'm not experiencing Breath of the Wild like through just like a regular lens. I've only ever experienced it through like him doing something crazy like random bears spawning him or like one of the his recent uploads that I thought was really entertaining is can I beat Zelda if Link grows every time I press A? I thought that was a really good one. Um, it was like fun. But he's doing these things and I'm starting to learn how like the game mechanics work and how the general game works by just watching him go throughout it in mods. And I think that's really interesting. So, you know, let me um get into the Zelda content. Um, Breath of the Wild the, is the most, I believe, most recent Zelda game that came out on the Nintendo Switch. Um, a new one is coming out at soon, I think. People got were getting really hyped about it. Um, but it's a very popular game. People say it's, you know, a fantastic game. I think one of, like, people claim it to be. I, I don't want to say it's the best game of all time, but I, I feel like I've heard remarks saying that, like, people rank Breath of the Wild as their favorite game very often. Every time I hear about it, someone's like, oh, if I could play that game again for the first time, I would love to. And it always sounds great, but I've never played it. So he mostly does content surrounding that, in which he'll take Breath of the Wild and he'll try to complete it or do tasks in it, but add a mod. Similar to, you know, we've talked about Tommy in its um, Minecraft mods in the past, and it's kind of like that. Like sometimes he tries to actually beat Zelda, but sometimes it's just like, this is funny, so let's go explore around it. And I think they're all enjoyable. He obviously has a knowledge of the game and plays the game in a way that each time I've watched a video, it feels fresh. Now, I haven't even um, played it through the first time, but he's going to the same places and eventually fighting, like, the same Ganondorf and doing the same shrines. But um, each time, it feels like a different experience. I, I, I feel like, honestly, that, like, I don't know. It's just not very repetitive, which is kind of insane considering how often he releases these videos. And I want to give... um props to him on that i think when he brings in other people to like this single player game it's also really enjoyable um two of the very fun videos i watched were um multiplayer breath of the wild hide and seek um that was a really good video um in which it was like um he stands um robert ross and i say rt did hide and seek and it was really enjoyable. I love a classic hide-and-seek video, whether it be real life, whether it be in Fortnite, or whether it be in Breath of the Wild, Overwatch. I've always loved hide-and-seek. I don't know why. Um, but that was a really fun video. I think seeing, like, a creator who's usually, like, does single-player stuff interact with people always elevates them. And I think um, Point Grow is funny with other people. I didn't know he was this close with stands. I've seen him in um, stands in multiple videos with him. And, um... I thought it was great. And another um, video that Stans was in that was honestly amazing was Zelda Speedrunner versus Two Hunters, in which both Stans and someone I don't know were chasing him down and um, as Point Crow was trying to beat the game. That video was honestly amazing. I think they kept it the perfect length. It was 21 minutes. Sometimes I feel like when I'm watching the Dream Minecraft speedruns, it drags a bit, if I'm honest. And I have a very short attention span. If you have watched um, or listened, sorry, to this podcast before, you know I have a short attention span when it comes to creators. But in this case, I, I did feel like it was well done in that respect that I, I could watch it through 21 minutes. And there was enough 
it was edited so there was enough kind of like jump scares in this that I felt like he was constantly under pressure and it was good um, and he explains things well like um, for someone who hadn't played the game before so he explained what he was doing and why he was trying to do it um, in a way that wasn't I think overbearing to someone who had played the game before at least I think so but it was enough information for me as someone who hasn't played the game before that I was able to understand what was happening and again, uh, stands in that video. They were really fun together um, and all that. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now, I do have to bring one thing about the Zelda mod videos. So, like, in Can I Beat Zelda if I link crows every time um, I press A? And, um, what? I think he played another where there was, like, a custom Breath of the Wild mod. I, I forgot what it was called. Um, Modded Breath of the Wild, so it's as weird as possible. Maybe that was it. But it was just like. Sometimes he overplays, you know, I think he overplays the mod a bit and overplays, overhypes his reaction and plays it up. And it is really noticeable. I mean, I don't know if this is just me. Maybe it's because I'm, I'm like not in his demographic. But I'll be watching it sometimes and he's like. Guys, uh, uh, look how small Link is. Look how small Link is. Uh, I guess we're going to have to press A a bunch. Uh, 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 I can just leap right over the wall. I'm so big that I can leap right over the walls. Or it's like the weirdest Minecraft money. He's like, uh, does that, that's not what a normal guardian looks like. That's crazy. Why, why did I think it looked normal? And it's like kind of stuff like that. And yeah, maybe that's just his normal personality and I'm nitpicking. You know, and if I am, I'm sorry. It's just a personal, like, viewer perspective. But I do think, and as I get older, sometimes I've run into the problem of, like, people are, you know, they have to put that YouTuber voice on and have to kind of, like, start screaming and doing all of this to reach this younger audience. And I don't really jive with it, man. <laughs> I don't know why I phrased it like that. But sometimes I feel like it's a bit much. And I feel like, in that case... That, I don't know, sometimes the mods, while they're interesting and fun, that I just wish it was a bit more of a normal reaction. And um, sometimes I find the same in his Pokemon videos. I haven't watched that much because, as, you know, I mentioned my short attention span, all the Pokemon videos are, like, his most popular is the banned Pokemon game where you have to survive nuclear radiation poisoning, which has 4.7 million views. Um... I didn't watch that one all the way through because I got kind of bored. I, like, it took me a bit long to, like, not a bit long. <laughs> I didn't get with the concept within, like, 30 seconds, and I was like, yeah, I'll watch another one, <laughs> honestly. But what I did watch the whole way through, and you, I, this is big for me. I watched Pokemon Shining Pearl, but they randomly evolve every level, and that was a really fun game to watch. Someone, I forgot, I don't know who it was, but shout out to them. They modded it first day for Point Crow. And um, it was a really, like, um, 
great video where it would be like he'd have you start out with a turd twig right and he'd be playing through and every time the pokemon gained a level the like the turd twig would go from like a turd twig to like um an infernape and then to dialga or something and then to a whale lord and just was all super random leveling and I didn't even know the game that well. But it was really fun to kind of see through and see the different Pokemon he competed with. And I got invested in the story. And I thought that would be was great. Because personally, for me, it was a very simple concept to understand. But it was something that I hadn't seen before. So I kind of just like, I could sit and watch it. I fully understood what was going on. And um, I was like, wow, this is like a really nice video. But again... <laughs> I don't know if it's just his personality. He is like a very much like Point Crow. <laughs> I love Point Crow. He seems like the most genuine, nice guy. But he seems like just, he seems like he's a dude who's attempting to be a streamer. If that makes sense. Like he has the personality. I don't mean to roast him like this. But he has the personality of someone who's like, hey, like, no, man, I'm going to become a sh big streamer. Just you watch. Like, right? Like, he like he seems like he would say that. But he, I know he's really successful. But he's like, oh, it went from, like, uh, I don't even know enough Pokemon to do this. I like the games, but I don't know them well. He's like, oh, it went from the Turtwig to um, an Onyx. Wow, that's so amazing. Wow, chat, look at that. Oh, wow. And then, like, I don't know. Sometimes I know you have to do that stuff to play into the video, like I said. But, uh, sometimes I'm just cringing. Sometimes, I'll just say it, sometimes Point Crow could be cringy. That's what I've kind of been making this whole point towards. He's great, but sometimes I'm always like, eh, eh. Um, but um, long story short, I think that it's honestly impressive um, that Point Crow really seems to focus on two games. And those are um, Breath of the Wild and Pokemon. Right? Breath of the Wild and Pokemon. And that's also mentioned that both of those are single-player games. Um, and it, it's not like those games are being regularly updated, although he's adding mods. You know, their new Pokemon have been releasing faster than I can count. But, like, Breath of the Wild has been, hasn't been updated in a while, and he has continued to make content of all of those, um, which has been extremely impressive. It's just like, of course, when you had Fortnite back in the day, it was constantly being uploaded. Everybody was playing it. It was understandable how they had one game for their whole channel. But it's not even an online game. There's no patches. There's no events. He's just playing through, and this is all his own creativity, which I think is really, really impressive and just fully hats off to him for that. Also, he is fantastic at his IRL stuff. One of the videos that I watched that I haven't um, been able to mention is when he did a lie detector test with that one lie detector guy who does, like, John, who does all the lie detector videos in, like, Hollywood. And that was super great, too. He, I didn't even know who was asking him questions, but he was funny in that. Um, I think, like I said, his personality is a bit, like, uh, sometimes a bit cringy, but he's just so genuine that it makes up for it. I think he competed well in um, Ludwig's... Um, chess boxing event as well um i think he was really great in that he came out you know fought toast they had a great time and i'd like to see him in more content i think in everything he does he brings a positivity that i really enjoy i think i always enjoy seeing him interact with multiple people i think this is my opinion but 
whenever he does like kind of like videos or stuff like that where it isn't just him, I think it removes him being kind of cringy because he doesn't feel like he has to fill the open space and make something exciting because like the interactions between two people are already doing that. So he doesn't have to create it. Um, and I think enjoy, I think the editing is really good. I didn't mention that. I don't know if he has an editor, but like generally when he cuts a video down into, um, not, I wouldn't say really good. I would just say good. Um, but when he cuts a video down into like a shorter, when he cuts a long stream down into a shorter video, I don't know why that took me so long to say. Um, but I feel like it's pretty well condensed in which I understand everything. and It doesn't drag, but I'm not losing information. And I think that's really good. Thumbnail-wise, sometimes I feel like they're generally pretty good. I don't know enough about thumbnails to say this, but I feel like you could probably optimize some of them. Um, I don't have professionals with this, but battleships in real life feel like it could have been like probably better thumbnail. I made your bad Pokemon ideas, maybe a better thumbnail. Um, yeah. Sometimes I think he might rely too much on his face to get clicks. Um, cause I think like eating water with only chopsticks like, I don't know, you can create a good thumbnail with that. I almost watched the video, but just me. Some of them are really good, though. Like, um, I didn't watch it, but you can tell, like, the banned Pokemon game where you survive nuclear radiation poisoning. Like, that thumbnail was super good, and I understand, even though I couldn't get into it, why it was clicked on so much to become one of his most popular videos. Um, but yeah, um, I think today I realized that although I've been reading my reviews from my Apple, I haven't been checking the other countries, and I haven't checked them in ages. So I'm going to do that right now. Okay, um, I don't know how far I'm missing out, but um, from Canada, um, Kira Richards says, Technoblade never dies. He responds or he go haunt people for fun. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Love Technoblade here. Um, from... Uji Hooj um, says, I love this podcast. Hey, man, I love listening to the podcast at night. Your voice is just so relaxing, and I love the podcast. Wow. Really appreciate that. Um, and we have um, Rip Technoblade um, from Guy from Walmart. Yeah, we love Technoblade, as I said. Um, from um, Dream, oh, from Snow Wild, who's, they says, Dream fan, Technoblade never dies. Um... Hmm. Oh, this is recent. Um, from Robuxless, we love Robuxless. Um, they said hashtag slay. You're cool. Give the good work. Also, could you slay besties, please? Could you say slay? Could you say slay besties, please? Okay, I'll give you an. I'll give you a good sound bite. Slay besties. I hope you enjoyed that. Um. From Nas, I love this and hope it gets more popular. I have been watching since it started, and I hope that it gets more popular because it's also great. You should try to get some guests on. Yeah, guests are difficult, but um, I'll try. Um, and from So Long Nerds, July 3rd, we have Time to Play Never Dies. Um, from your boy, um, Antoine, I think it says. Um, nice podcast. I was very sad when Techno died, too. 
yeah, you were all. Um, from Scrap Baby three four three. I love this podcast. I'm a big Techno Plant fan. He helped me with my year eleven test. So when he passed away, all I could do was cry. I still cry today. Technoblade is the best Minecraft of all time, and I can't say his name anymore because it makes me sad. I miss him, and I've always loved him. He'll always be number one for me. Wow, it's a really sweet story. Um, I think I might have already said that one. I don't know how behind I am on these um, international reviews, so I'm sorry if I missed yours or repeated any. Okay, I think we are going to wrap up for today. Um, Thank you guys for all your wonderful um, reviews. I always appreciate hearing the kind words about Titanblade. It always um kind of reinforces what a wonderful person he was and how many people he affected. Um, but this is going to be it for this week. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.